0: What's happening, guys? Happy bonus show. Yep, that's right. Another bonus show here at the Dynasty War Zone. That's right. The People's Dynasty podcast on today's show. It's more underlying, hidden training camp storylines that aren't getting enough attention. And I'll tell you who else is starting to get a little attention. That is my co-host for the evening. He is none other than our player, profiler, producer. Try saying that three times fast. That alliteration. It'll get That's you, right. but, uh, he's back for more, you know, three shows in a row with producer Kevin, Kevin, man, what's going on?
1: Uh, not much, man. I'm heating up. Like, uh, we're, we're on a roll here. So I love it. Just keep it going. And are you uh, old,
0: remember NBA jam? Oh the yeah. So that jam?
1: was definitely an NBA jam reference.
0: Cause, Cause when you made three in a row, what <laughs> yes. were you, what
1: were you <laughs> You're on fire? You're
0: on, come on, man. Say it with some heart. <laughs> you're on fire. <laughs> yes. You know, you're, 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 every basketball that comes out of your hand is on flames. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is three shows in a row. You jumped on with me last Thursday night. We did the first three storylines we wanted to cover. Yep. And then due to a personal matter for Jerry, you jumped on with me on Sunday night in the main show. yeah. And here we are again. So three shows in a row. Kevin is on fire, man. I, I got to tell you, Kevin's going to help us with some audio stuff tonight. When you go to YouTube, when you go to playerprofiler.com, and look at the YouTube content featuring the Dynasty Warzone, or specifically my ugly ass, is that it looks better because of the good work that this guy does. He is our video editor, and dude, you do a tremendous job, and I, I really appreciate all you do behind the scenes, and now I got you in front of the camera.
1: That's right. I, I do both. I'm very versatile utility guy, you know what I'm saying? I do it all. I try to at least. Uh, uh, sh-
0: shout, <laughs> shout out to Mike in the, in the chat. Yeah, Mike, you're dead on it, brother. You know, when you hit three in a row, it was boom, chakalaka. Oh, yeah. Great
1: call, Mike. Yeah, yeah Mike. What's up, Mike?
0: Mike is, Mike is in the chat early. Dig that. But, yeah, th- th- this is how you wind up, you know, with your own show on the Dynasty Warzone Network. Uh, my buddy Dallas, Dallas Heider, does the rookie rundown here on the Dynasty Warzone feed. Because, again, if you're new over from the player profiler feed, we have Dallas. Dallas does our rookie content Um He started off as a guy that just did one show with me. We have Jesse, Mike, and now Austin. Those guys were all three former Patreons or patrons. Was it Patreons?
1: Patrons. They're patrons of your Patreon.
0: I like it. See, this is why we have – check out the big brain on Kev. Yeah, that's why we have Kev on on here because he's a smart (laughs) motherfucker. Um, But, yeah, so so Jesse – it used to be Jesse, Mike, and Chad. Now it's Jesse, Mike, and Austin. Austin uh, is new. Uh, replaced Mike, who just has, I think he's got like a, like a litter of kids. He gets after it, apparently. Brother Mike gets after it. So uh, lots of youngins and, and, and a young family. So Mike has stepped away. But, you know, those guys do a, another Dynasty-themed show called the Dynasty War Games. Uh, we have a limited run from our buddies Seth and Kyle from the Fantasy Football Fellas. By the way, the Fantasy Football Fellas was the podcast that got me into podcasting. Seth and Kyle, it feels so good to hear them back on the air the first time after three years. They're the best of friends, and you totally hear it in their podcast. Repartee, the, the 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 camaraderie between those two is fantastic. So, dude, the network's on fire. So if you're here from Player Profiler, please subscribe to both because a lot of good content coming out here. Like I said, we're knocking out five shows a week right now. I don't know that we'll do a bonus Dynasty Warzone in season, I think we're going to keep the main show the main show. i got to keep Kevin employed, right? That's
1: right. You got to pay to keep I mean, the lights on.
0: What, what, what would you be producing if we're not producing content for Player Profiler? And I'm actually going to make your life better and harder at the same time. Are you ready? Sure. So we're going to segment the show. So we're going to do good people, bad tweets. I've got a couple of other segments I don't want to give away right now, but it's going to be a new look to the Dynasty Warzone because I don't want it to be like every other Dynasty podcast and, and nothing against those shows but i want it to have a uniqueness a crispness to it that you're just not getting in other places so when you hear that first show the week of i guess week 1 that wednesday leading up to the very first week of the of the nfl season right. you'll hear you'll hear a new format to the dwz that we really hope appeals to the dynasty gamer and the cool thing is is there's a segment for everybody i'm not going to go any further i don't want to spoil it i'm not saying people rip off the dynasty war zone but People rip off the Dynasty Warzone, So we're going to jump into it. There are two YouTube feeds, Ours and Player Profiler. So subscribe to both. And two podcast feeds, Ours and Player Profiler. A lot of good shows. Again, I always say, treat it like a Brazilian steakhouse. If you want more chicken, leave the little green disc up. They'll bring you more chicken or more filet or more lamb or more whatever it is. But when you're done or when they bring that particular flavor around and you don't dig it, like on Player Profiler, hey, I don't really like you know best ball content. Don't listen to it. Just delete it out of your podcast queue and wait for the next episode of the Dynasty War Zone or the Sonic Truth or the Goat District or all the Dynasty-based content. So uh, a lot of good stuff. I really recommend you subscribe in all four places because you'll always have it, and then you can pick through it and enjoy it at your leisure. So don't really have a commercial right now, but we do have good people, bad tweets. And you know who the tweeter was, Kev? Uh, you? It was me. That's right. <laughs> right, you filthy bastards. It was me. Uh, but this was a good tweet. So there's this tweet going around. And if you want to see the tweet that I tweeted on X, you make it make sense, is you go there and search DWC Memphis. And it was on Thursday the 17th. And I posted this video that's been going around of Adrian Peterson. And loved Adrian Peterson. And it was like, this is what Bijan Robinson is supposed to live up to. Right. The best. Have you heard this, Kev? The best yes. prospect since Adrian Peterson. I have. You know what my problem with that is? What's that? No, I don't want to gatekeep the industry. I don't want to be the crusty old bastard that's like, you got to be, you know, 50,000, seven years old to have an opinion on guys from the past. But I, I'm going to be very leery of a 21 year old or a 23 year old. And I want them to break into dynasty. We need young blood. We need new people For sure. to give us opinion. Just be careful of the hyperbole guys. Be careful of the, this is the best because what you're doing is, is you're not being unique and that's going to get you washed out of the dynasty and the content creation space in general. You don't want to be a rip off of someone else. Like, yeah, I would be doing myself and the listeners of this show, the loyal listeners that have been with us for almost six years, a disservice if I tried to rip off the pod father or rich from the dynasty nerds, I am me and my content is my content. So be very careful next year. Cause uh, you know who the generational talent is coming out next year, right? Marvin Harrison, Marvin Junior. Harrison jr. And I'm, I'm already hearing it. I, I'm already hearing the the people going, he's the best wide receiver prospect since, since Calvin Johnson, and I'm like, look, young Sparky, all of 23. So how much? Uh, so you're 23, born in 2000. As odd as that is to say, to say at 23 years old, early 20s, you weren't even born with a 19 in your in your birth year. But that be as it may. But in 2000, when you were born, for a 23 year old content creator, when Calvin Johnson was in college, you were four five or six. Because that was two thousand four, five, and 6. And then he was a rookie. And maybe you were grinding the tape on your Fisher-Price. Tickle-me-elmo, little tablet deal. I don't think so. Just be careful that you're not parakeeting what everyone else is saying. If you want to say Marvin Harrison or B. John Robinson or whomever is a generational talent, okay. But are you sure? There's this great reference point. Maybe you've heard of it. It's called player profiler.com playerprofiler.com you go in there you throw in some of these legendary players or even some of the guys of more recent history but it's not good enough to say that Bijan Robinson's the best running back prospect since Saquon Barkley because if you pull him up athletically yeah. i don't i don't think Bijan's a better athlete overall than Saquon Barkley now is he better than Zeke sure you know, Zeke was a hell of a football player. I don't think Zeke's ever going to be confused with the athlete, but just be very careful when you say someone's better than, especially like I, like I, you'll never hear me go back and say, this is the best running back prospect since Gail Sayers. I, don't even, I didn't even know who Gail Sayers was until my dad told me about Gail Sayers or Walter Payton or Emmett Smith, although I, I saw plenty of Emmett Smith, but that's my point. Right. I'm glad you're excited. I'm glad you're creating content. I'm glad you're having fun. Just be careful with the hyperbole. Or if you want to be hyperbolic, totally cool with that too. Just be careful in how you fl- you, you frame your, your hyperbolic nature. Am I going over the top of this? Am I, am I just trying to set some realistic bumpers for the young guys in the industry? Because I want to help them. I don't want to criticize them. I want to make them sound more crisp
1: and less like a parrot. I'm 29 years old. Uh, I do not reference Jerry Rice. Never saw it. I saw him at the tail end of his 49ers career, and actually, truth, sadly enough, remember him as an Oakland Raider. So I don't say anything about Jerry Rice. You don't um, have any
0: love for the Seahawk year?
1: Oh, yeah, I forgot about that too. That was a good call. Uh, yeah, so that's my thing of Jerry Rice. So, no, I'm not mentioning Jerry Rice. Uh, real quick on Adrian Pearson. Did you see that they actually gave out the number 28, the Minnesota Vikings did? to a certain wide receiver, former first-round pick in camp. Did you see who that was? Uh, Was it Laquan Treadwell? It was Nikhil Harry.
0: Nikhil Harry. Woof.
1: Yes. I I couldn't believe it. My buddy's a Vikings fan. Shout-out, Witt. And I was like, dude, what is this blasphemy? What is this blasphemy? It's crazy.
0: I mean, no. uh, As long as he doesn't potentially wear it in season, I'm I'm, like, you know, like Bill Belichick gives all the rookies like 55 and 52. And so as long as it's just like a training camp thing, you get my thumbs up. So if you're a young content creator, like young Kevin here, create your own voice and be careful how you, how you frame a prospect and it's like, If if you go in and do the research, A, always, you know, give attribution, attribute what you've, you know, used, whether you get it player profiler, DLF, Dynasty Nerds, what have you, whatever you use. Or if you watch like YouTube video and say, hey, I think Marvin Harrison Jr. has better speed than dot, 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 dot. I think he has better hands than dot, 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 dot. Write that down. Do your film study because there's plenty of film on these legends out there. Yeah. Then you can go back and validate it because a lot of the legends are in player profiler system. Then you can validate that. Then you make yourself sound super smart. Hey, you know what? Marvin Harrison has a better 40 than. He has a better spark score than. He has this than. And then when you watch the tape and see now you're making yourself sound more informed. You're making yourself sound more educated and you don't sound like everybody else in the industry. So be very careful when you when you do this. And, and, and this is actually just a good people, that's me, giving actionable advice to young people because I, I'm really excited with some of the young people I see creating Dynasty and Fantasy content out there. Super stoked to see what went down at the Fantasy Football Expo. I'm going to get back there one of these days. I went to the inaugural and I, I want to get back. But uh, remember to find your own voice and don't make silly comps just because they're there.
1: I need to get to the expo. That's on, my, that's on my bucket list for sure.
0: Because next year, if I hear you comping and saying Marvin Harrison Jr. <laughs> is, is the best prospect since dot, 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 it's going to be this. Federal prison. Federal fucking prison. If you're that fucking stupid and somebody else wants to do it, knock yourself out. There's not enough money in it. Be yourself, or we have to throw you in federal fucking prison for making bad comps. So there you go. A uh, little bit of news this week. The Patriots signed a running back. Maybe you heard of him. His name is Ezekiel Elliott. Um, I don't want to make this a two-hour podcast. So what I will tell you is if you want my opinion on that, you can go to patreon.com forward slash Dynasty War I did an emergency podcast on that Monday night for our patrons. And then on Wednesday night, I hopped on the Dynasty Roundtable with Seth and Matt of the Dynasty Roundtable on the Player Profiler YouTube network. I assume at some point it'll be an audio podcast, but it's out there. And if you really want the nuts and bolts, and I think we covered it from one end of the spectrum to the other with both Zeke and Ramondre, as well as Breeze Hall and Dalvin. If you want all that, totally cool. Uh, We'll hit a couple of bits of news. Uh, Came out today on Thursday. This is fresh news that Joe Mixon was not guilty of aggravating men- aggravated menacing uh this is good news this is yeah. this is great um, i've been bullish on joe mixon all year i was telling people to go buy him in february when all this alleged nonsense happened sure and I was buying him. I was buying Joe Mixon on the one-year premise. You know, like in a contender in Dynasty, I was buying Joe Mixon on a one-year premise. I never pretended like I had a crystal ball. and was be like, yeah, Joe Mixon's going to be a two-year asset. Except you fast forward, you know, three months, and Joe Mixon cuts his contract basically in half. Yeah. He's making $6 million a year, but it basically keeps him in Cincinnati for the next couple of years. That doesn't mean they won't use Brown or... Travion Williams, or maybe they bring someone else in next year. But I think it keeps him around. You've got to be excited about the legal news and then the potential two-year window for
1: Joe Mixon. Well, it's definitely the best outcome possible for him. I mean, that's for sure. Um, I did see that there's a chance that the NFL might still take some something in their own hands, just the fact that there has been some past stuff, um, which might mean a couple games, but... I. Like you said, this I'm, is. I'm, good I'm gonna for be you.
0: honest. I'm gonna be honest. Cause, cause I normally don't, don't care what the NFL says or does about suspensions. They, sure. They, they, yeah. they're, they're they're basically a private business. They can handle it however they want. Right. I think it would be some whack ass shit if they literally gave him as many games as Alvin Kamara. Yeah. He literally mobbed a dude. Yeah. Put him in the hospital, and and and, and Joe Mixon has. But you know, I. But, but you're not wrong. I've heard the same thing about Tyreek yeah. Hill. Tyreek Hill had the incident at the marina and due to his incidents in college, the alleged incident with his child's mother a couple of years ago, they said the same thing that he could get a couple of a, uh, get your attention type games. So exactly. Be on the lookout for that. I, th- I think that's pretty good. A uh, trail Burks kind of got lucky, I guess, man. Yes. A uh, little, a little LCL, but uh, people, were,
1: people were writing him off. People were, were ready for the worst uh myself included uh but yeah i guess he looks like a two to four week thing which maybe could be a little longer that's a bad that's a bad injury to have
0: you know the 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 best way of putting this with training camp stuff that i've heard all year and it's gonna be my new thing going forward by the way with attribution but i was the pioneer of it in the fantasy and dynasty space okay heard my man rj bell dream preview podcast and they were talking about this from a gambling standpoint that's what their podcast is and they said, multiply everything that you hear that's negative by two and cut everything positive that you hear in half. Because if, it, if it's positive, you know what? They're inflating it to get the, the positive news cycle. Sure. And if it's bad, they're downplaying it. They're cutting it in half. So if they say it's going to be two to four weeks, I'm going to say it's going to be four, which is going to put us right around week two but then i don't know how your injuries work how my injuries work is is i might be you know able to do more stuff like you know you you tweak something in the gym you 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 tweak your low back you pull a hammy whatever that is you may be able to resume but you're not at 100%. You got to get that on ramp and and get some some reps on on your body. So
1: it's tough I, I, you're I, you're not going to get those immediate returns that i think like a lot of people want especially i mean it's just a Downward spiral now from going like alpha to then the nuke news. Well, then you, yes, it's, it's just it's been a rough ride.
0: It's 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 been a it's been a rough off season for Traylon. Yeah. Bur- not not even a rough off season. It's been a rough last month, yeah the last four weeks. But here's the thing: I love using news like this to buy, and oh, you yes. guys know yes. if you listen to the Dynasty Warzone for any length of time, I am not the world's largest Traylon Burks guy, but I will tell you. I think Tennessee is going to be a buy on offense next year. And we talked about the other day on the the main show, we talked about Tajay Spears, a couple of year investment at the running back position, Traylon Burks. I think Kyle Phillips is a big winner in all of this. Like if you like, I I was helping one of our patrons of the league where he started 13. Oh, wow. I mean, if I'm in a league, I think the deepest league I play is 12, Mm -hmm. but that brings into play guys like Kyle Phillips, you know, if, he misses any length of time or has a setback in his recovery, it brings in Nick Westbrook Akine. Yeah. I mean, it's, and but I think Tennessee's a year away from being a young, up and coming offense. That's does, my thought. Does
1: this, do you think this helps Jake a lot more? Cause I, I've been seeing him like, oh, fall 100%. In some yeah. I've been seeing him fall just like he has been in drafts. I'm like, he definitely should get a huge bump here. Cause now he's back, kind of back to where he was and when people were all bullish on him, really.
0: Well, and, and he's going to be getting the, the attention. He's going to be a bigger part of the offense, and then the offense is going to have to work trailing back in.
1: Exactly. And, and
0: then is he like the fourth option? Because option A is Derrick Henry. Yep. Option B is Derrick Henry. Option <laughs> C is probably DeAndre Hopkins. Option D is a Conquo, and then they'll start working trailing Burks back in. But yeah. th- that's great because he's going to disappoint, and you know people are going to be bummed because – What's your league mate going to do? He he or she is going to plug, okay, Traylon Burks is active, and they expect starter points out of Traylon Burks. They're not as pragmatic as we are. They're not willing to say, oh, you know what, if he was fully healthy, maybe he would have like 12 to 14 points in PPR upside. But like this week, I understand I'm probably going to get eight or nine, and I'm hoping for a touchdown. And when that doesn't happen, that's going to create disappointment, this, nothing creates better buying windows than disappointment in season. Now, news out of oh, season yeah. can, can drive down prices. Nothing, nothing inflates the the value of old guys more than than positive performance in season, and nothing deflates anybody's value in season worse than underperformance. It's like, you know, if Bijan comes out and has a stinker in week one, you'll hear it. There's a pessimist out there going. Is he really worth what I paid for him? I'm like, give it a break. We're one game, but it's going to happen. You know it. I know it. That's how we roll. So that's the news. I do want to get into these camp stories because, again, I don't want to make this a three-hour banger because I want to – I do have to edit it and make it into a show. Now, last week we talked about Dallas. We talked about Miami, and we talked about the Tennessee Titans. But let's talk about the team real quick that – that I think is quietly transitioning away from the run game. Because in the past, if I had historically said that the Cleveland Browns were a run-first team, you would have probably have agreed with me. Absolutely. But they've done nothing in that backfield really behind Nick Chubb. They got John Kelly Jr. He was playing tonight in the Thursday night game. Jerome Ford got hurt. Yeah. And then there's Demetric Felton. And, and so the question I ask is, wouldn't a run-first run team have jumped the line And and signed a Zeke or a Dalvin Cook ahead of New England and and the Jets, or would they re-sign Kareem Hunt by now?
1: I just want to say they could have definitely have brought back Kareem Hunt by now for sure.
0: And we and we've seen him in the last you know year and a half extend, I don't want to say re-sign, but like they've reworked the contract of Amari Cooper. They re-signed David and Joku. Who is making Mark Andrews money? Now that's a crime in and of itself.
1: That contract's crazy.
0: That con—he makes like a hundred grand more or less. It's like it's yeah, quarter—it's a, qu- a quarter a mil off, plus or minus of Mark Andrews. That is bananas, banana boat. Uh, and then they traded for Elijah Moore, and then drafted Cedric Tillman, and then they still have a guy I like in Donovan Peoples Jones. So my first question with you about this team is: Do you think they're truly transitioning to? a pass first identity potentially in an effort to keep up with the Ravens and the Bengals and potentially even the Steelers who have yeah. looked good.
1: Well the whole the uh, this NFC NF- North man is completely changing from what it used to be, you know, tough defenses, low scoring games, run the ball, like your old school football. It- Ravens uh really have flipped the script there and this thing just the high pace and everything uh so yes, no, I think they are transitioning in this so with Kevin Stefanski's offense, it definitely seems to be more uh, – so I would like to word it like – shout out to the Podfather. He was kind of talking about this like about a month ago. Like in Houston, Deshaun Watson could just have like free-for-all. You know, he could just kind of make plays happen, but it's kind of very scripted and just here's your first read, here's your second read offense. So it's an interesting offense for Deshaun Watson. I don't know if it fits him personally the best. It did seem this was kind of a – Uh, ownership move. Uh, but, uh, so I'm not quite sure he's the perfect quarterback for this system, but it does seem they are trending that way. Like you said, the answers in the backfield, hundred percent trend towards more passing. Um, especially with Felton probably being the main backup now, he's definitely a pass catching guy. I think he was even maybe a receiver at one point. Um,
0: he was, that was, that was his primarily designation when he came out of UCLA was as a wide receiver.
1: So yeah, if that's your main backup right now, cause I, I was actually really excited about Jerome Ford. Uh, I have him in my main leg. I was very excited about that. I'm like, Oh man, it's like Kareem hunt had a ton of work. They're not really addressing the position. It's going to be perfect. I, I mean, I'm sure they're going to feed Chubb obviously, but I, I mean, you can only feed a work coach so much. Uh, I mean, I would say he's probably second to Derrick Henry in like pure work horse-ness, If that's the word. Um,
0: I mean, it is now we make up a lot of new words. I mean, right. like we, like, uh, me and friend of the show, uh, Dr. Kyle. Dr. Uh, Kyle Bowser is a doctor of physical therapy. Yeah. He used to do some stuff with us here on the show, and you may see him a little bit this, this season. Spoiler alert, new segment. But, um, <laughs> you know, we invented the word the freest, you know, because it's, you know, like, like if you go do a five-star review for the Dynasty Warzone podcast, that is the freest way to help us. If you subscribe to our YouTube channel, that is also another freest way to help us. It costs you zero. It costs, it's it's free 99 to subscribe to the YouTube and the, or leave a free podcast. 99. Free 99. You love it. But you were just mentioning Nick Chubb. Yes. So how fast in season are you selling Nick Chubb? And then my follow-up question is, are guys like Nick Chubb and Derrick Henry, are those type of running backs a dying breed that, you know, yes. To a, to a lesser extent, guys like Damian Pierce will carry that mantle going forward. But how soon are you looking to offload offload Nick Chubb and seize it if you're not contending or things oh. aren't breaking your way in dynasty?
1: Well, to flip that back on you, um, the question with you know running backs, as a dying breed. Do you think that has more to do with the running backs that are currently in the NFL now? Like, do those just running backs just not exist anymore? Or is it more just like they just the NFL teams know that they just can't handle those workloads and just makes more sense to spread it out? Well, let me
0: turn it back on you. We're like sure. playing like beer pong. We're like <laughs> we're like we're like playing tennis up in this right. mug. We're playing tennis up in this mug. Who are the highest paid running backs in the league right now? Because I can tell you who they are. They're the two outliers, because the average at the top is about twelve million dollars. The two outliers are Alvin Kamara and Christian McCaffrey like, yeah. What those guys have in common, they have that Jameer Gibbs style build. Uh, now Gibbs is more built like Christian McCaffrey than he is Alvin Kamara. Kamara is a little bit stockier than both, Yeah, but both of those guys and Jameer Gibbs are elite pass catchers. And I think more of these guys in college and even like the high school running backs, they've realized that as much as they maybe respect and want to be like a guy like Derrick Henry they probably understand that the way to get paid if I'm going to play the running back position professionally is I've got to be more versatile I've got to be more involved in the passing game so Absolutely. I think I think the guy the days of emulating Nick Chubb, Derrick Henry, that steamroller bruising style back are over yep and you know it's like it's like the wide receiver position everything's getting smaller and lighter You know, part of the reason why, and I don't want to turn this into a podfather, Quentin Johnston versus Zay Flowers (laughs) rant, even though I'm on his side, but what's the NFL told us about the wide receiver position over the last handful of years? Oh, yeah. The, the, The big body Des Bryant outside clasher guy is not how we win in the NFL. It's precision. It's getting open. It's creating separation. Why do we need to create more separation? Because the quarterbacks are more athletic than ever but they're also not as accurate. And how do you make an inaccurate quarterback become more accurate? The same reason why CJ Stroud and Jalen hurts and Justin Fields. And those guys are more accurate in college because their wide receivers are elite separators. They get open. So everything you have to go as a dynasty gamer, you have to go where the NFL is going. So for me, yeah, I think I'm I'm getting I'm offloading Nick Chubb as soon as possible. It's like right now, yes. Uh, I'm not gonna rehash the 40 minutes of conversation I had with Matt and Seth the other day on the Dynasty Roundtable or on our patron pod the other night. But I think this creates a nice buying opportunity with Brees Hall. Oh and yeah. I, and, and if I have a, <laughs> if, I have a nervous, if I have a nervous Nelly contender that's really counting on Brees Hall to help him or her win a championship, I, I'm gonna start with Nick Chubb straight up. And then I'm going to keep incrementally adding until that other GM says yes.
1: I love that. Yeah, no, uh, it to kind of cross reference sports here. It's almost like how you could get by in the NBA without a jump shot, and you could do every other skill. Oh, he's still good. At this he's still good. At this. Ben Simmons is a great example of that. Uh, nowadays in the M- NFL, it's almost like oh, you don't catch passes as a running back. You got to be on there because it just makes sense. Like when you're out there, it's like okay, it's going to be a run play. Okay, this guy's out here is going to be a pass play. It, it makes it so much harder to defend when you are the Christian McCaffrey, Tony Pollard, whatever, and you can do both, Jameer Gibbs, etc. It you have no, it's so much harder to prepare for. You don't know what's coming. But like you said, like if Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb's out there, most likely, you know. It's either going to be play action or something, but it's a lot harder. It's to not defend. a desi- it's not a designed pass. If they Ex- beat you exactly, if, if
0: they beat you with a, with a reception, because we've all seen the video of Derrick Henry taking one seventy six yards on a screen pass, that no. wasn't the design though. He may <laughs> no. have been the, he may have been the fourth option, and Ryan Tannehill or whomever just you know just checked it down to him to avoid it a sack or, or whatever, and then to their credit, Derrick Henry works his magic because he's big and fast. Yeah. But but I do think that's where where the league is going. Um, last question on Cleveland and then we'll move. And I'm going to put you on the spot right now before we move on. Let's do this one more time. Let's do this one more time next week. We'll do some more storylines next week. Cool. Cuz I want to give all these storylines the credit they deserve and I don't want to rush through them. So we'll do the Baltimore one. We'll stay in the AFC North and then we'll come back next week we'll do a couple of more. Maybe wrap up some preseason news, and then we'll put a bow on the bonus podcast next week. Because sure. the following week will be Labor Day. And if you think I'm working on Labor Day, eh, eh, I respect the great American tradition of Labor Day. So right. we'll come back and we'll do some more of these because I think these are good conversations to have. But Elijah Moore, you buying, you selling.
1: What's my window right now? My contending team? Or am I not? Am I in between? I, I,
0: I, I think Elijah Moore could help both. Now, I think if you're a contender and you think Elijah Moore is going to help you, you you again, you're starting 10, you're starting 12, you're starting yeah. 13 spots. Yeah. You're going pretty deep if you're you're counting on Elijah Moore yeah. to contribute this year. But but if you're not, like if you're not contending, like I'll tell you a deal right now that that I'm gonna make because we've talked multiple times across multiple shows. 24 first and Superflex and tight end premium are gonna be worth more because we actually have really good quarterbacks this year. We've got yep. Caleb Williams, we've got Drake May, we've got I don't know he's he's in that category, but we have got Quinn Ewers, we've got Marvin Harrison Jr., we got the the tight end from Georgia, and we've not even talked running backs yet. The other wide receiver at at Ohio State, twenty twenty four firsts are, are going to be pretty valuable because of the quality at the top. I don't know about the depth, but I know the top end talent is there. So if I could like if I'm not contending and I could move. Stephon diggs for Elijah Moore in a first. I'm gone. Like shit through a goose, just like gone. Just done and done. I think that I think that and and I think you could probably get a little bit more than that for a guy like Tyreek Hill or a guy like Cooper Cup because they're just so good in season. They'll command a little bit more, but getting that first is also so basically. Again, this is all theoretical, but you could look back a year from now and you could have turned Stefan Diggs or Cooper Cup or Tyreek Hill or Devontae Adams or one of these twenty-nine year old to thirty year old wide receivers. You could have turned that guy into like the next young and up and coming wide receiver and a first in a potentially really good class. Could you have, you know, what's the old expression? Pigs get fed, hogs get slaughtered. You you could have, you know, tried to held out and you know, been hoggish and get as much as you possibly can. Or sometimes you just cash out on a deal and you're very happy. And I think Elijah Moore is going to do well. I think he wins in the way that Justin Jefferson wins. And I'm not saying he's Jeff, Justin Jefferson, but he's that possession type, can get a lot of catches, multifaceted wide receiver, talented guy. I am buying right now on Elijah Moore.
1: Well, it tells you a lot, I think, from the Browns' perspective. Like, it just clearly something didn't happen in, in New York, you know. Uh, A.J. Brown also was on the record. I know they both are old Miss guys, but A.J. Brown literally said, this guy is better than me, and we know how good A.J. Brown is. Is that the truth? We don't know, but I think he's saying he's still a damn good football player.
0: Well, I think I think what he's saying is, is first of all, that's a humbling statement to make as an athlete at any level, yeah, high, oh. high school, yeah. So, to look across and just honestly say, "Hey, that dude's better than me." You you've got to take that. That's not noise; Correct. that's news, and and we have to respect that. And again, I like the way that he wins. You know, he's not the speed guy. Like he's not the John Ross. He's not the big body clasher. Yeah. He's the guy who can play in the slot. He can play outside. He can. He can run and operate out of a multiple number of formations on an offense. I think we're going to look back right now, and in a year, we'll be like, "Why didn't we see this sooner?" I I tell you right now, if there's a breakout wide receiver that's going to break out all over the place, that's especially at a reason that's not a rookie. Yeah, that's at a reasonable price. It's Elijah Moore.
1: Yeah, and like I said, like I was getting at was the as analytical as the Browns are like, they just saw a depreciated asset. Um, He was in an unfortunate situation with the quarterbacks last year with New York. Uh, He had a really good rookie season. He was supposed to break out last year. Just kind of everything just didn't really fall his way. Um, And they're like, Hey, let's go take a thing on the town. He's only 23.3 years old right now.
0: Well, and Cleveland needs him to work. Exactly. Cleveland's 80 some odd million dollars over the cap next year. Yep. And he's, he was a second round pick. Yes. Correct. You know, Teams that invested second-round picks on wide receivers, like Denver with with Marvin Mims, they need him to hit. They gave up a second, right, to get him? They they gave up a second. So essentially, that was their second-round pick. right? They need him to hit in the same way that Denver needs Marvin Mims to hit.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And
0: and, and they're going to invest in him. I'm a buy. We covered Nick Chubb, so we're going to hit one more AFC North team. We'll get out of here. We'll come back. We'll do some more next week. Sounds but before good. we do, I'll we'll talk about the patron. I mentioned it earlier, patreon.com forward slash dynasty Warzone. This is the not freest way that you can help the show, but it, it might as well be. It's five bucks a month. And you may yeah. say to yourself, self, what, what, what do I get for being a patron over at patreon.com forward slash dynasty Warzone?" It's a damn good question. I'm glad you asked. Here you go. You get an extra show every Monday, which is usually the overtime, which you put out normally. If you're just a Dynasty Warzone podcast listener, you don't get the audio version of The Overtime. You have to go to playerprofiler.com and watch it on the YouTube channel. I put it on the main show. You get the main show early and ad-free. No commercials. No podfather draft kit. No underdog. No athletic greens. Nothing like that. No commercials. You get it early. You get it ad-free. Uh, as well as Kevin and myself, we we jump on 15 minutes early. We'll we'll kibitz back and forth. Um, we've done movie stuff, and then when you have situations like you had this past Monday with Zeke and Dalvin Cook signing, yep. I jumped on and did an emergency edition right there. Why make my patrons my bet our best our best loyalist supporters? Why make them wait? And I do want to say what's up and welcome to Alex and Jake. Those guys have joined this week. Glad to have you. Um, Because they're in the group chat, and we have a great group chat. And like tonight, I threw out there hypothetically. It's like, hey, are we? I'm not saying I'm worried, but are we talking enough about the fact that Anthony Richardson gained 10 to 12 pounds of muscle in the offseason, and he just doesn't look as fast as he did at the Combine or he did at Florida? You know, we talked about that in the group chat today. And then finally, you get one-on-one help with your roster. You can DM me. You can text me. We 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 can help you with situations, we can help you with trades. Yes, all of that is really five bucks a month. So if that's the kind of thing that interests you as the season's kicking off, head over to patreon.com forward slash dynasty war zone. That's patreon.com forward slash dynasty war zone. And we'll get you in. So one last thing.
1: You ready? Well, back to your Patreon. You can't beat emergency podcast. Like that's the best thing. Like as someone who is dying for immediate, and now we are a immediate society. Like I want uh, what to. I want people's reactions right away. So like when something like that happens, I'm like, well, what does it? All these analysts think. What, what you know, do I it think? It wasn't
0: like a like a like a ten hour thing, but like it was my initial thoughts. Right. Exactly. It was, it's it was, the best. It was, 10, it's, it was ten minutes.
1: It's good stuff.
0: You know, I don't know what's worse. Is like having to like to wait like. <laughs> is it the the, the the last minute of your food on the microwave, or is it the last minute when like you're on a rower or a treadmill or something Ooh, like
1: that? That's pretty bad. Yeah,
0: those, those might be the two longest minutes, but you just want them to be over with immediate gratification. Yep. We do. We and and but the group chat started right away. Right, we were all over that. Of course, like a, like a duck on a June bug. So of course we were all over that at Patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone. Let's get into the Ravens real quick. Let's take this one home on the Baltimore Ravens. And my question to you is, does Baltimore's running back room tell us about their future plans in
1: 2023 and beyond? I've been thinking about this for weeks and it does. Because if if Uh, you look at wild, it's
0: weird. Well, you know, Lamar has an injury guarantee now. So I think you're going to see Lamar potentially getting back to running at 2019 levels. Yeah. You know, because in 2019, that was his MVP year. He ran like the wind. And you've got J.K. Dobbins on the pup, holding in, wants more money. I need to make sure he gets checked for CTE. How the hell does a guy who has nine starts in his three-year career yeah. hold in for more money? You've He's off the pup, though. Oh uh, Well, great. Wake me up when he does something on the field. Off the yeah. pup, get on the field. Uh, Gus Edwards, post-ACL. Yeah, looked okay. Justice Hill, more of a special teamer, and he sucks. And then you got Melvin Gordon, and well, he's old, yes, and he sucks. Yeah. So, so let me ask you: Does this allow a guy like Gus Edwards to be useful again in those deeper leagues, like we mentioned earlier? Does that allow a guy like like Gus to be useful in twenty twenty three, like in a deep league? I think because he's been useful before.
1: It has to be somebody. So, I mean, the answer is yes. Uh, I have Gus in a leg I've held onto him for like three, four years through the injuries, everything. Um, it's just you when he's there and he's the main guy, which trust me would be being behind JK Dobbins that happens. So he's plug in, plug and play. So it's, it's phenomenal. to have him on your roster. He costs absolutely nothing. I'm sure if someone else had him, you wanted to try to go get him. It probably wouldn't cost you too much, but like when he's there and he's the guy, he's great. Um, my thing though with J.K. Dobbins, I think he's actually kind of a value right now. Um, I'm a risky player personally. I really love taking chances. Um, if this thing if this thing hits, it's going to hit. And now I'm not saying you know this guy is going to be an absolute like out of the world star, top five running back, but I I think he is probably where people are conceit. And and if you've held on to J.K. Dobbins this long, you're probably at this point just tired of seeing the news, like you said all this news with the, the pup thing and he wants a contract, he's holding in, blah, blah, blah. You're probably just as fed up. And to me, I take that as an opportunity to, to buy. I think that he's motivated. He needs, he's coming up on a contract. He does love football as, as much as he, little as he's played. Um, and I think this is a motivated guy in a new offense that knows that like, dude, you really haven't done much. And I'm sure they're probably saying that in contract negotiations or whatever is going on behind the scenes. Uh, so to me, it's an interesting i wouldn't mind having at least these two members of the backfield um and and honestly I'm, I'm kind of talking myself into to buying JK dobbins and uh right now and I'm sure like I said you probably could get him at a pretty good discount
0: JK dobbins 24.7 years old so 24 and a half yep you know he's he's brushing right up against that age apex not that it's 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 a horrible deal
1: i just um he's, but he's really boomed when he really has like he uh buffalo he had 22.3 points per game he had our points in that game he had 18 a 13.8 game um
0: let me hit you with some would you rather on 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 jk Dobbins. so i'm using player profiler.com rankings proprietary information you should buy the all-in package and you would have access to this as well um nestled around him are guys like ramondre stevenson Javante Williams, Damian Pierce, Derrick Henry, DeAndre Swift. Of those names, who would you rather have? Would you rather have Javante Williams? I would rather have Javante Williams. He's a, just, he's, a year, he's a year behind that, yeah. the, injury, the injury curve, but I think he's the better football player. I said he, what I said.
1: He That's a toss-up for me. I don't want to give a cop-out. I, I just... They're both <laughs> kind of the same player, injury All history-wise. right, well, let me
0: ask you another question. Sure. You're not a contender. Maybe you're just... You, All right,
1: Javante, then, in that case. Well, that, well, that makes well,
0: it well, well, I'm going to go to Ramondre Stevenson. Would you, would you be happy to move... Like, you'll give up Ramondre. You'll take J.K. What kind of pickage do you want back? Would, like, a second get it done? Would J.K. in a second yeah. get you to... I think it would be, too.
1: Yeah, I, I, was, I, I was thinking second for sure.
0: I, 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 I'm i going to go back to pigs get fed, hogs get slaughtered. You don't get the deal done if you ask for J.K. Dobbins in a first right. for Ramondre Stevenson, but I think you get a, you may even get two seconds.
1: And as a Ramondre guy, I, I mean, I actually have him in my main dynasty league, and uh, I wouldn't mind doing that. They kind of gather another asset for maybe another piece or still I like that offense. I love this offense, and I'm a little worried about I think Zeke's coming in. I think Ramondre's still going to be fine. I think people are blowing up over the hype here, just the fact that Zeke's because someone else is going to still get the carries there. I'm sure that's you know you've already talked about that. We don't get needs to get into that, but um, yeah, no, I th- I actually would be interested in doing that for my own team personally.
0: All right, well, we're we're in agreement on the running backs. Let's let's hit one wide receiver. And no, sure. not Odell Beckham Jr. He's dust. Yeah, you know, but but. Let's talk about Zay Flowers. I mean, Ooh. he he is in, in a different yeah. way because he's a different wide receiver and he's a different athlete. I I just remember when we were killing, absolutely killing A.J. Brown in his landing spot yep. in Tennessee, and that turned around and bit all of us right square in the ass. And I'm starting to get those vibes with Zay Flowers. He yep. is embarrassing people out there right now in joint practices. He is oh, showing yeah. – No mercy. And I think this is going to be more of a passing offense because one of two things have to happen based off the storyline of this running back room. Either Lamar's going to run at 2019 levels or they're really going to turn it loose and put more passing volume out out there. One of those two things have to be true. So, totally agree. are, 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 Are you more in on the passing volume and it's good for guys like Mark Andrews and Zay Flowers? or are you of the mindset that lamar returns to
1: 2019 top
0: five qb form
1: i'm more on the passing side um the the injury designation and and insurance is a phenomenal part because i i think he was pulling it back because of that and that was very crucial to them winning i think like when he was out there doing his thing that that's what really messes with defenses if he's kind of sitting back there and they know that he's a little hesitant, which, I mean, rightfully so, he was playing on a one-year deal essentially last year, and it paid off for him, which is phenomenal. Um, though I I think this just sets Mark Andrews up to have maybe even a Kelsey-like season, and I, I'm i so excited for Mark Andrews this year. Uh, I can't get enough of Mark. Um, I think I I want to say it's a little bit of both because I think he's going to definitely run more than last year. Um, but you know, back to Zay, like Zay can separate, man. And just like, he is, like you said, he's just dusting guys. And, and Odell Beckham's posting, like, you know, Zay is him. And, and like, this is, this is guy is next. Like, um, he's going to be a problem. And like, he is just a freak athlete that is so quick. And his cuts are just disgusting. Um, as long as he can separate and everything, I think he's going to be phenomenal too. So I, I think he's going to have a great rookie season here. Um, to ask you a question, where, where, where are you on Rashad Bateman? Uh,
0: I, I couldn't be further out. I yes. I, I, I think, yes. I think Rashad Bateman is a, is a hack. I think he is a figment of the Debbie world's imagination. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think he is more, um, sizzled than substance and he's a jag at this point. He's, he's just a guy. As my son would say, he's a
1: bot. He's an NPC. Yeah. That's, was it that, wasn't Tyler Johnson even better than him at Minnesota? You, you know, I you know, Minnesota's full of
0: nice pl- nice people, but not with it's nice like, wide receivers. I yeah. Mean, it, it's, it,
1: it, it's, it's, is it the draft capital that keeps people coming back? I,
0: I, I think there's just certain guys that once you get that reputation, it's like Corey Davis, it took half a decade to shake it. That That's people are people were finally like, yeah, fuck it. I guess Corey Davis is never gonna <laughs> happen. I guess I'll just go home and cry now, you know, but back to Lamar to wrap this thing up with Lamar is it's, I don't know that you're going to get 2019 Lamar where you had 3,100 yards passing and 1,200 yards rushing and 36, you know, passing touchdowns. But I do think 2020 Lamar is, is probably what I would bank on. And anything above that is just gravy for me. You know, he threw for 2,800 yards in 15 games. He threw for twenty six touchdowns and still ran for a thousand, and then that, that doesn't even factor in the rushing touchdown. And if memory serves, he finished as like QB nine that year, right. and like he didn't play that sixteenth game because you know they were resting him for the playoffs. If memory does serve, they got upset by Tennessee that year. If I if I recall, maybe yes. it was Buffalo, but it was something like that. It was blue, red, white, and blue, whatever, close. But I I think that's kind of your floor is that, that 2020 season, if he stays healthy, that's your floor with Lamar in this new offense. That QB 8-9, that, that, that's a hell of a floor, guys. That's a hell of a floor and his upsides, that QB 1 overall. So um, as a guy who I think justifiably and rightly had been lowering Lamar based off the uncertainty of the contract, yeah. the, the fact that he had been right around 770 yards the last two years, he'd only played 12 games the last two years, I think – I was justified in having some skepticism about Lamar, but I think the contract with the injury guarantees the additional weapons, the new offensive coordinator in a division where you have to keep up and, 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 and do more of the passing game and, and, and be in high scoring games. I think we should be firmly back on Lamar. I really like where player profiler has Lamar as QB six in a dynasty league. I think that feels really good right
1: now. It does. It does. Yeah. I, I, I think he's clearly from a just this season standpoint, a probably a top four. He's I think he's solidified like because everybody talks about the big three of Allen, Mahomes, and Hurts. I think he easily solidifies himself as the fourth guy, and I think the, he kind of has broken into that tier. I say is there are all four in tier one for this upcoming season. Um, you know, I
0: do I do slightly disagree with their with the player profiler consensus rankings. They have Lamar six and Trevor Lawrence seven. I'm gonna flip flop those two. Yeah. I don't have a problem with the top you know, and I'm not gonna give away rankings. I don't have a problem with the top five, but I would flip six and seven. Yeah. Um, and I'm definitely taking and, and that's a huge teardrop for me between Lamar Jackson and and Justin Fields. Because yeah. Justin Fields potentially can do it, whereas Lamar has done it.
1: And you're sleeping easily at night if knowing you have Lamar you, you you know,
0: um, people tell me that Justin Fields can 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 muster the forward pass. I've seen Lamar do it, and I've seen Lamar do it pretty well, Yeah, um, especially within the, the way he plays the game. But I'm going to bring you back, and we're going to do this one more time. I promise we're going to get to the other team in purple. We're going to do the Minnesota Vikings. We'll do one other unspoken, rarely spoken. You only get it on the Dynasty War Zone bonus podcast with, with producer Kevin.
1: That's me.
0: That's you, man. That's you. Listen, <laughs> I, I really appreciate you, you jumping on and, and helping me out with these shows. I don't mind doing bonus content, but I think for both the listener and myself, it's a little tedious just to listen to one person for 30 to 45 minutes. And it makes it great having you on here. And I think you're doing a great job. So really Thanks, appreciate, appreciate it. That. And uh, you'll be there producing our rebuilding Show this Sunday on the player profiler network. Pretty excited about that.
1: Yep. Good show coming up. We're going to hit
0: you with some, some rebuilding facts and then, uh, we'll be right around the corner gang. We'll be, uh, we'll be ready for the regular season, but I'm going to get this guy out of here. It's late at night on the East coast. He has to go to work tomorrow. And quite frankly, so do I, (laughs) but we are here for you guys. We're, we're, as we, as you're listening to this, we are inside of three weeks. We are 20 days away from the kickoff of the 2023 season. Stick with us here at the Dynasty Warzone. We got a ton of great shows coming up for you. And uh subscribe everywhere. But on behalf of that man, his name is Kevin, producer Kevin Smick at Smicky on Twitter. You can three follow Y's. Me, three whys because why not? why not? And you can follow me at DWZ Memphis. And remember, here at the Dynasty Warzone, we're just trying to make the world a better place for fantasy football. We'll see you back here with more storylines. See you guys.
2: You know, the best part is there's no Twitter trolls or Facebook trolls arguing about stuff they don't know anything about. So uh, if you want to enjoy your dynasty experience even more, win those championships, pause the podcast right now, sign up, and you can thank me later in the group chat. Feeling hot, hot, hot. Feeling hot, hot, hot. Oh, Lord. When we add up all those inches, that's going to make the fucking difference between winning and losing.